High Noon with George Hook. News Talk 106 to 108. Michael Graham is with me, but uh, with uh, bringing a good sense to a new high, I'm joined for Travel Tuesday with Barry Kenny in News Talk Studios. Very interesting choice of places to go, Barry. Well, George, uh, I said there's a lot of focus, obviously, on what's happening, a lot of focus there on DC particularly, but the big focus tonight is the swing states. So why not let's travel there? And have you travelled to many of them? Well, I suppose Florida, and Florida's big for Irish tourists in any event, because obviously we have the direct flight to Orlando. And did you know the number one searched flight on TripAdvisor to the States, not currently served by a direct flight from Ireland, is to Miami. So huge interest, uh, huge demand there. So Florida, we'll get to Nevada, whether we'll have time for, for some others as well. But obviously Florida Wait, is... Well, let's start with Florida. Yeah. Um, Orlando, of course, is Disney direct flight with their lingus, isn't that right? That's right. And I mean, it's the king of the swingers. It is in 2000, the Hanging Chads, 2012, is the only state decided by less than 1%. And when you look at the state and when you look at the makeup of it, both from a tourist point of view and who, who lives there, it explains it because you've got up near the Alabama Alabama border and the Panhandle and down the Gulf Coast, you know, the Redneck Riviera. And then down the south, you've got Miami, you've got the big cities uh, where you've got the huge Latino Hispanic population who, of course, are breaking in a big, big way for Hillary at the moment. Uh, and right well, in the middle. from a tourist point of view, from a tourist point well, of view. Well, starting with that, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, Sorry, starting with that uh, Redneck Riviera, uh, get on the uh, I-4 right over from Orlando down to St. Petersburg, down to Clearwater. Just incredible beaches. And there's a guy called Mr. Beach who produces these lists of the greatest beaches in the US. Uh, and they're always up there. But there's a place called Siesta Key, just outside of Sarasota. And I saw Trump had a rally in Sarasota yesterday morning, so he cle- he thinks there's, uh, there's pickings to be had there. Siesta Key regularly comes top of the number one... Of, beaches in America. It's got this beautiful white quartz sand and what the quartz means is that even on a baking hot day you walk on that sand and it's perfectly cool. Uh, So not only do you have the gorgeous temperatures of the Gulf uh, you've got that really really soft sand. You've got drum circles hippie like drum circles where I can see you George on a Sunday evening drumming as the sun sets uh, on this beach uh, and gorgeous as you do all down this uh, this Gulf Coast, these kind of redneck bars uh, that, and when you're in that environment, I have to say, you do start to understand, and you see the kind of outdoors lifestyle, and you do start to understand why it is that people that grow up in that environment and that live in that environment, why they break the way they do, why they feel this kind of freedom and right to guns, yeah. uh, and all this is is so prevalent. Now, I've been in the Everglades mm. uh, dodging alligators and um, the, the, uh, that's an extraordinary place. Uh, not a huge Irish uh, tourist uh, spot, I found. Um, but it, the, we've talked about Orlando. Mm. Um, Fort Lauderdale, of course, a huge number of cruise ships leave from there. Huge number. I mean, they have this purpose-built terminal for cruise ships, uh, not unlike what Dublin Port want to start doing now. Uh, the biggest cruise ships in the world, the Royal Caribbean, the uh, the Oasis class, 
class uh, ships are going out of there, taking about taking thousands upon thousands of people on board. It's a very interesting place as well. There's a you go along the front there at the junction of Las Olas Boulevard and and I think Sunshine, and you've got again these great bars, the Elbow Room Bar, and literally if you're sitting there drinking, looking out on the Strand, every change of lights you're going to see a Lamborghini, you're going to see a Ferrari pass by. The money down this eastern coast again when you go to the West Palm beaches uh, as well. But if you look at the Everglades, as you say, like you say, if you're out on that on that walking or cycle trail, I think it's called Shark Alley through the heart of the Everglades, you will be dodging the crocs and the alligators. Uh, we had to cycle right by, have a little bit of swerve about a fellow who decided to take a nap in the middle of the trail. Um, and of course, the airboats then, which actually aren't in the Everglades, but that's the classic Everglades image where you have uh, these uh, air-powered boats skimming across what effectively is a swamp. And that's the thing about Florida. You've got these populated coasts and you basically have, particularly in the southern half, a large swamp, which is uh, uh, one of the areas that's going to fall victim to climate change, which I know you're a strong believer in. Yeah. Now, the other big one is Nevada. And uh, these are states that Trump in a way has to pick up politically. Mm. But, of course, Nevada, I found amazing. Like the first mafia fella, I forget who who it was, who went down there, who started Nevada. Uh, Lucky Luciano, I think, are one of these guys. but but the rest of the state is pretty well desert. It basically is. I mean, you've I mean got there's Reno as well, which I want yeah. to talk about. But Vegas is Vegas. Vegas is Vegas. And Vegas, Clark County, where Vegas is, has three quarters of the population of Nevada. So you're right. You've got this absolutely enormous state of nothing. Because, of course, Vegas is the city in the desert, in the Mojave Desert. But it's the adult playground. And the thing about it is, is you can take your place on the spectrum between classy and cheap and grimy and just sit there because not only has it got all the casinos, not only has it got this sometimes seedy downtown area, it's also got more Michelin starred than starred restaurants than any other US city except for New York. Uh, and interestingly, one of the hotels, given that they're so famous uh, for their casinos, one of the hotels that doesn't have a casino is the Trump Hotel. No casino at all. All right. Now, just one thing. People might be tempted to go to Reno. Mm. Well, it used to be where you went to get divorced. But (laughs) it's a dreadful place. It is tatty Las Vegas. I went there. I thought it was awful. But, I mean, if you travel out in the state. Now, this being Nevada, just because you get outside of the city limits of Las Vegas doesn't mean that you're leaving behind you, I suppose, the offbeat. Because you've got Area 51, where... Uh, supposedly where the conspiracy theorists will tell you uh, there is a crashed uh, UFO uh, on a road which is gloriously entitled the X. Right, the conspiracy theorists. <laughs> right. Oh, See, the cover-up continues, folks. <laughs> I'm part of I'm part By the of. way, if you do a report on Nevada without mentioning the Bunny Ranch, you have failed your <laughs> really listeners. Is it? Listeners well, now, I do travel with my wife, Michael, so that, uh, that, ah, uh, that restricts see. matters somewhat. But the extraterrestrial <laughs> highway is there. And, of course, this is the one place where you can go and visit an atomic test Museum, and you can go to Nevada's nuclear test sites and see the craters of nuclear waste up close. And risk cancer? Well, believe it or not, those tours are booked up right through 2017. You cannot get any of those tours for 2017. In the meantime, you can go and learn to be a stuntman. Uh, you can go on these one-day courses and you'll be rolling a car by the end of it or you'll be jumping from the burning building. Uh, and one I would love to do, but this is the, the money-no-object market that you frequent, as, as always, George, experience zero gravity. 
$5,000 to go up in a, in a customised uh, Boeing plane that will give you 15 experiences of zero gravity of 15 to 20 seconds each. Yeah, all right. OK, if I dumped a lovely Ingrid, I'm going to get married <laughs> by an Elvis lookalike in Las Vegas. <laughs> Listen, before you go, Graham reckons if mm. Hillary wins North Carolina, it's all over. But this is a great uh, state. Great golfing country, for instance. Great beaches, yes. It's extraordinarily scenic. I mean, there are 14 national parks or monuments or trails uh, in North Carolina as well, from the Atlantic beaches, from your outer banks, uh, right through the Appalachian Mountains as well. An absolutely beautiful and diverse state. And of course, why they're all campaigning there is because it has become a swing state. It was generally Republican, but very close the last two elections, one for Obama in 08 and one uh, in, for, for the Republicans in 2012. Uh, so that's why Obama's been basically living there the last while. But, you know, you're into the Gulf, you've got the beaches, you've got the mountain biking, but also you've got the history in North Carolina. You have the American Revolution and Civil War sites uh, and the Wright Brothers Museum in Kitty Hawk. Uh, to, to come and you in. have the Biltmore House and Gardens yes. in Asheville. Absolutely gorgeous. If you're into old British-style homes, it's uh, it's phenomenal. I thought you tried to get away from all that British influence. I thought that's what the reference I like to go about. there and look down on them. You know, <laughs> But, uh, no, it's absolutely gorgeous. Asheville, it's – the rest of North Carolina is about 130 degrees around year-round. Then you go to Asheville, and it's beautiful, elevated, cool – Breeze is lovely. And in terms of now, like, the diverse history of America, African-American history, Cherokee history, yes. the, uh, America's first gold find. I mean, it is, you know, an extraordinary and not really a thing on people's radars. And I think, do we still have the Charlotte Direct fl- flights? You know, it, it is absolute uh, sort of gold right. uh, in line with that find. Now, if Trump wins New Hampshire, he's going to be president. But this is a great spot, I think. It's it's New England. Go there in New England in the fall. It's not that far from Logan Airport. You can fly into Boston with Aer Lingus uh, and then head north to New Hampshire. It's not bad. Not bad. And in, and again, in solidly democratic New England, it is the state that's competitive. They live free or die, you know, the independent streak uh, that they have. And it's solidly homogenous white as well. But like you say, uh, I mean, you can tell better than I at the moment, George, in terms of the unseasonably mild weather you're having there. Uh, New England in the fall, uh, that is the, the, the calling card there. I mean, this is a state that literally has everything from beaches to skiing, cross-country skiing and, uh, as well. Scenic railroads, something for me as well. Uh, and, uh, and also they have America's Stonehenge, uh, a place called Mystery Hill. Uh, which may just be uh, a little bit of a tourist scam, uh, but actually it looks <laughs> like an Irish dolmen. And one of a the little. theories, one of the theories, is that it's uh, Irish monks settled there uh, long before anybody else claimed the place uh, and uh, created these little stone structures, which certainly are nothing like Stonehenge. But the dolmen, look it up; it looks very, very like it. Mystery well, now Hill. Graham and I go up there every four years for the because uh, right. uh, to Manchester, New Hampshire, because New Hampshire is the first primary mm. in the primary season uh, and we've been uh, up there and, and driving up every morning in fact from Boston so I mean mm. it's that close to Boston and, and they, gave, uh, they gave Hillary an early lead this morning, 4 votes to 2 uh, actually, the, t- the, the the several towns voted early, and the final count was thirty-two Trump, twenty-six Hillary. So <laughs> right. you have to the, look. But see, swings. But the seed, co- it, 
But uh, you go over to Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and it's it's ama- you you can't imagine that you're just 45 minutes away from Boston, but you are in this beautiful, lovely uh, coastal village. It's great, and then you go 45 minutes to an hour north and west, and you're in the mountains. Yeah, New Mount- Hampshire is just gorgeous. Mount Washington, or whatever, and that, and and again, yes, Mount you got Washington, that, Grandfather Mountain. You you got that that outdoors lifestyle again, which you know that, that as I say that independent streak, that maverick streak, and uh, we'll see whether they stick with their 32 26 tonight. All right, Barry, thank you so much. Barry Kenny, of course, Barry up here on Road Aaron, but he's with us on Travel Tuesday every month with his, uh, I think it's fair to say, uh, interesting take on travel. Well, uh, Barry's staying up all night uh, with his pal Sean O'Neill of Transport Infrastructure Ireland. Uh, they're staying up all night and they're going to be talking to me tomorrow. Uh, well done to both of them. They're... Uh, Commitment to the cause is extraordinary. 